Welcome to the Social Witnessing Podcast, observing the world from a nice, safe distance. Uh, all right, episode five of Social Witnessing with our guest, the main man, Eldar. What is up, Eldar? Who is this? <laughs> What's going on, dude? Uh, not much. How goes it? Uh, living the self-isolating dream. What can I say? Yeah, I saw. I saw you posted a picture the other day of a boat uh, of on uh, your buddy's boat. Was that recent or was that an old picture? No, that was an old video. Okay, that was from last summer. Okay, so are you doing the? Are you in full isolation now? Uh, well, I've been working from home. Yeah. Uh, not sure how much longer that's going to go for, but. Uh, yeah, I've only gone out for groceries and stuff like that. Okay. So you're going to grocery stores? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm risking my life to buy food. <laughs> so I really struggle. I was, uh, the I fear is real. <laughs> how, how much <clears throat> you, you were kind of like a little, um, you weren't on the high anxiety level. And I spoke to you a little while back when this was all started. So, where are you at now? Like, are you joking around when you say the fear is, is uh, real or or um, has it actually grown a bit? Well, when I'm at the supermarket, I'm like pretty wary of other people. Uh, luckily, a couple of years ago, in preparation for something like this, I bought a box of masks. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> they're not they're not N95 masks, though. So, I mean, who knows how well they actually work, but. So you wear your mask Be out? Be prepared. So you wear your mask out when you go grocery shopping? Well, I haven't yet because oh. I've been kind of embarrassed to wear it. <laughs> uh, I, I went out in a full um, a, a, a mask that I wear to, re, um, to refinish furniture. And it has a particle filter and a chemical filter. It's like one of the double filters on the front of your face. And okay. yeah, like I got some major looks. Yeah, it looks like like a sci-fi movie, like the end of <laughs> end of days mask. That's the world we're living in right now. Yeah, my sister told me to wear sunglasses and a hat so that I don't become a meme. <laughs> no, you should become a meme. That would be yeah. awesome. <laughs> um. So yeah. So how is how is your how, how are you feeling about this? Like, how is your anxiety level? Are you still kind of like we had we had John on yesterday and his yeah. wife. And he's very unlike the pretty lax about this whole thing into the spectrum, whereas I'm pretty deep on the other side. So where do you rank right now? Um, I mean, I'm not losing my head over it. Um, I mean, even on a regular year, I think I've only had the flu once, maybe in like the last 15, 20 years. So it's not like I normally get the flu anyways. And the chances of running into this are probably lower than that. Um, but I'm just waiting for it all to kind of blow over. Right. Uh, but I mean, I'm not really changing my lifestyle either because I'm usually at home every day anyway. So self-isolating for me is like my, my normal routine. So, I mean, really it's everybody else that kind of, you know, so you're like you need, you've been training for this day. I am prepared. I have a sword <laughs> and I have food in the cupboards 
what else do we, I mean, what else do you need? <laughs> yeah, I was just telling you, Michelle, right before we started, I was like, if I forget to uh, ask him about his preparation for the end of the world, just remind me. So let's talk about that. You, I've been pre- I've been preparing for years now. You I have always been... tell people too. I like I always <laughs> tell people like one day something's gonna happen. It'll be something like this, or it'll be an earthquake, or fucking who knows what. Yeah, tell me about your preparation over the last couple of years. Um, well, I mean, the main thing always make sure that you have enough food to hold you over for a while. Um, even I don't have enough, so I have to risk my life and go to Walmart. But, um, no, like I've got like crates of like bottled water and food and medical supplies and like a crank powered radio. I mean, like a lot of this stuff is like stuff you're never really going to need, but until you do, until you do. And I've got like a, you know, portable grill and some propane and stuff. If I need to, like, if the power goes out, you need to cook, cook your cats. I was gonna say, what about your pets? <laughs> I don't hear any um, preparation. Well, I've been, yeah, I've been buying spare food for them too. Like instead of buying like one bag of cat food, I'll buy two bags. Um, and you have a bunch of weaponry. I have a sword. <laughs> I've got a a baseball bat. Uh, I've got several knives around the apartment. Flamethrower. Uh, no, I sold the flamethrower. Oh, you did? Nice. Yeah. Um, but I have a bow and arrow. <laughs> Actually, I've got two bow and arrow, um, but one of them is a lot better than the other. And what's work been like working from home? Uh, a little bit slower because I'm using my laptop as a second monitor, and my laptop isn't nearly as... Um, efficient as my desktop so there's a little bit of a lag but the job is pretty much the same except i'm sitting on the couch while i'm working right but the problem now is that i think we're going to run out of work pretty soon because a lot of people aren't going to the dentist right now right all right um so like i don't yeah i'm not sure what'll happen um for now everything's still normal but have they started laying people off at all no, not yet. Um, I'm sure they're thinking about it. Uh, lucky for me, there's some like temporary employees that are below me and like in seniority. So um, worst comes to worst, they'll get laid off first. And then, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm permanent there, so I'm not too worried about it. But God bless the unions. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you have uh, you actually have family in the U.S., how, how are they doing and what's what's that like for for you and for them uh, my youngest sister is uh she's like a lot like me so she's also like a like a prepper um yeah i mean she's also been like freaking out going to like the grocery stores and stuff but they live on like a secluded farm i mean she has to go into the city for work but they live like an hour out of town, kind of in the middle of nowhere. So they've got it pretty good there. Um, but then down here in Washington, uh, my family there, um, I mean, obviously they have to be more careful because there were a lot of cases in Washington. Mm-hmm. But um, 
Yeah, I think my mom just got let go from her job. Um, so they're obviously taking a hit there. But they're also getting like the extra like unemployment insurance and stuff. So hopefully right. things kind of go back to normal soon. And they're, since they're in one of the hotspots, are they doing a lot more isolating? Are they pretty strict about it or are they still kind of trying to live life? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, they're not really going out. Um, my sister, like my other sister, she's been home with the kids every day. Um, so yeah, they don't, yeah. I mean, basically like, yeah, the show, social life is kind of out the window at the moment, but like even here, like my, uh, sister-in-law, like this was supposed to be her 50th birthday party this month. So that, I mean, that's getting delayed too. So just little things like that. Yeah, I think that's all around. Even our um, our cousin was supposed to get married in June, I believe, and she's delaying till September and hopefully yeah. it gets better. Yeah, I've got another friend that was supposed to get married this summer. Um, so I know they've been kind of waiting to see what happens, but um, who knows, they might have to postpone that too. Mm -hmm. It's weird though, like all this fuss over a little, little virus. You think it's like way worse than they're telling us and that's why they locked everything down? I think it's that they don't that they don't know. Like I think that there's so much that they don't know that they just can't like that's how I feel. I feel like every day they're like, it's not so bad. Then they're like, wait, it's way worse than we thought it was. You need to go home now. And then it's like, oh, look, it's getting better. The curve is flattening. Then it's like, oh, wait, more people died today. <laughs> Never mind. I think yeah. the people that are dying, I think those are the ones getting um, like pneumonia and stuff. Um, so, I mean, based on what I've heard, as long as it doesn't get in your lungs, maybe it's not as bad. Like, I feel like the people that are getting over it really easily, their body fights it because it's not getting, like, deep into their lungs, maybe. Mm. But the people that have it in their lungs, they're, like, I mean, they're drowning. Yeah. Well, it's definitely age-related, age for starters, is kind of the biggest factor. And then um, what's, what's the word for it? When they have other conditions... Auto like pre-existing yeah pre-existing that's it yeah yeah is people... smoking weed a pre-existing condition i think so <laughs> i think so i think so i wonder what's the ratio of weed smokers to non that are like dying right now or vapors i'm interested to know like what's the percentage of vapors that are getting sick yeah i feel yeah. Like, like early on they mentioned um i don't know it's on a news report or something that i read about the uh the jewels that everybody has been using that those people are more susceptible just because you're harming your lungs yeah you basically just want your lungs to be as good as they can be in the case anything happens yeah but i wonder like is that science or is that just, they already hate Juul, so they'll just, like, pile another one on? Well, they're inhaling, like, a water vapor, right? Yeah. Because yeah. I think that's the, I mean, that's the difference, is that when you're smoking, like, a cigarette or a joint or whatever, it's just, like, smoke going in. But if you're smoking, like, water vapor, I mean, that that's even worse as far as, like, the virus goes, right? Yeah. What, what, else? what do you have? What do you think? Like, if this 
you know, how they're saying this could go on for who knows how long, like six months, a year. So John sent me an article yesterday that's like saying into 2022, we're going to have to social distance. What what do you think about that? And what, what's going to be your game plan if this is really like the new normal for, for a while now? Honestly, I think the whole social distancing thing is a good thing for humanity. Um, I mean, you can still hang out with people. But just when you're out in public, like, you don't want to be, you know, crowded among, like, all these people anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think as time goes on, people are going to get used to the idea of this being part of their life, just like the regular flu. And just like the regular flu, if you're clean and you wash your hands and you avoid walking into somebody's sneeze then you'll probably be okay and all of us with kids will die (laughs) no kids aren't dying from this no the parents will the parents might die from the stress of having their kids at home more um but i mean this is good honestly i think this is good for education as well because I don't, I mean, do children really need to be going to like a public school? Can't they just learn from home nowadays? Um, well, like I would say yes, they do need to go. It's important for everyone's sanity. <laughs> it's important for I guess because I don't have any kids. I don't have any kids, so I can't relate. But um, I mean, I guess the social interaction is good for them too. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah, I mean, you do learn a lot just from hanging out with people. Yeah, and I think they also learn different things. Like, so, for instance, because you and I are working from home, we have a schedule for Parker. And then today, actually, his school started sending out activities and websites for them to do. But we really think a certain way, and we're very one-way leaning. So I think it's good for him to go to school and get some other perspectives. And, you know, there is other people in the world, and to come home and question things. And, you know, not everything. Right. We've... Yeah, I forgot like yeah. what happens if the parents are crazy. <laughs> what if the parents are crazy? That, that is a great point. <laughs> <laughs> they, they go to school to get balanced out. <laughs> yeah. But I've like I've been watching all these videos of like people doing like their Zoom classes. Mm-hmm. And some of these kids are fucking hilarious because they're just like messing with their teachers. <laughs> yeah, TikTok's and, TikTok's oh, all so up all up on that. I love them. You see, like, I had a Zoom meeting today with my uh, department from work. Did you do it inside a hot tub like the kids on TikTok are doing it? Oh, I haven't figured that part out yet. Yeah. But uh, I definitely want to do something for the next one. Brent, just have, 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 your, uh, have your samurai sword out. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe I should put a mask on, have the sword by my side. Um, maybe like a cat on each lap. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Post it on TikTok. I, I think I might go viral. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I mean, it's always going to be something, right? Like twenty years ago, it was nine eleven, and that bit pretty much defined the next twenty years of humanity. Mm-hmm. And now maybe this whole coronavirus thing will define the next twenty years people just be freaked out about deadly viruses yeah see when you were talking about the flu and saying it's sort of the same the thing is i was i've never thought like oh i might die from the flu like 
I didn't. But people do. Yeah, I didn't even realize the number of people do until all this started and people started comparing it. Um, but yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't that kind of. It wasn't that reality for for most of us, I guess. It wasn't in our in, in our thoughts. Whereas this is now like, I mean, it seems like it can't it can't possibly just be the flu, unless all the crazy conspiracy theorists are right that this is all a government ploy to instill surveillance and tap into our devices and yada yada. Plus, it's an election year in the states, right? So I mean, and there's all that. All that. Um, which could be easily solved if they just voted by mail. Yeah, which um, we see how that's going. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Let's not get into all that. <laughs> so yeah, so I don't know with with the flu. I mean, like when you ask, is it worse than they're letting on? I feel like m- maybe, although the one shining thing I think is China's starting to kind of let people out again and back to work not that i <laughs> which is probably a huge mistake right it is probably a huge mistake and i think they're doing it I mean, well i mean i think it's pretty clear that they're doing it for economic reasons not human human reasons but uh yeah probably true i think the united states are gonna end up doing the same thing yeah we'll see they just they just crossed italy as like the most the most deaths, um, something like over 20,000. So they uh, definitely weren't on the ball on that one, and their uh, citizens are paying the price now. Well, I think we're leveling the curve here in Canada. Yeah. Go Canada! Go Canada! Yeah. Um, yeah, I was just looking at some charts earlier, and it, it is starting to flatten, but it's over like the course of a couple of days. I don't think we can really take much away yet, but it's definitely better. Oh, they said um, like at the peak of it, we were doubling the number of infections every three days. And now overall in Canada, it's every 10 days. So, I mean, that's something, but we're still doubling every 10 days. Um, yeah, I mean... Yeah, the, I mean, it's not as bad, obviously, but come on, Canada, we can do better. Yeah, <laughs> we can do better. I think their goal, though, uh, government school is basically just to not overwhelm healthcare, as opposed to, I mean, I don't think anybody can do anything about more people getting infected. I kind of right. wonder why we haven't done just like a full lockdown like China. Like, if we did that, like the entire world, Uh, like Italy's done and China's done uh, and do that for a month. Like we have to figure out economic solutions for things, obviously first, but it seems the problem is you can't, you can't shut everything down though, because people are always going to need groceries. People are going to have emergencies. They're always going to have to go to the hospital. And um, I mean, there's always going to be some reason to leave your house. Right. So those people, anybody who's like essential, should have masks so we need to like up productions so it's like a max lockdown like by law this is (laughs) i don't even know if i totally believe in this this is just like the things i think about one idea is to do like a max lockdown for everybody in the country or in the world i guess it has to be the world otherwise what's the point once they start opening borders and then everybody who is essential and does need to go out we need enough masks so every one of those people can have one. So if you're outside, you're wearing an N95 mask. And if you're not, if, if you're not essential, then you're not going outside. 
we do that for a month it's gonna suck for a month and then we'll be like if if not solving it all we'll at least be so much better than where we are now but yeah but i mean that's I mean, it's kind of what they're trying to do, right? Yeah, but in Vancouver, like, everybody's out. Like, we have, like, friends and, and yeah, you know, people that we know from Parker School. And they're all just, you know, I I don't know. People are not taking it very seriously. And so it's a matter of, should they be? Yeah. Or are we crazy for taking it as seriously as we are? Like, I don't know what the real answer is. Whether The way, the way I see it, you can never take it too seriously and the people that don't take it seriously uh one day they might yeah <laughs> so yeah uh, that's my thinking too is i mean like and we spoke about this on yesterday's episode like we just it's just it's so early like we don't know like it seems like forever because we've been doing this for a month now but uh it, it's so early in the entire process that they don't know anything they don't know a lot about the virus how it spreads even they're saying now it's tw- it's 12 feet not six feet and so this is what we needed honestly like i watched the movie contagion uh, back when it came out and that movie scared the shit out of me and i always knew that if you know if there was going to be some like crazy thing that like tears the world apart it's going to be a fucking virus sure yeah and uh this is good training for people now because they've seen what can happen and hopefully next time they'll be better prepared. Yeah, and the crazy part is that the people who are who are you know in this world, that like that guy, I don't know if you saw the Joe Rogan episode. What was that guy's name? I forget. John, maybe John something, or that might not be right. But there was a, I can never remember the names, but I've seen a lot of. Them. Yeah, the, there was a a couple of weeks ago, like a, the disease, basically the world's most uh, well versed disease expert was on. Right. And uh, he's he wrote a book about this like five years ago saying this is coming. And like everything that he said in that book, apparently, I haven't read myself, but the way him and Joe, their conversation, basically everything he said in this book, like played out exactly as he wrote it. And so, yeah, like when you say we needed this, I think we need I don't know if. Yeah, we needed it, but definitely uh, we're going to start listening to people like that, hopefully a little bit more now and be more prepared because apparently the SARS from a while back, a few years back, wasn't serious enough to kind of get people or even countries. I mean, like even entire countries who like have all the intel they do and know everything, they're still they still weren't prepared. You know, they still didn't listen. Yeah. And um well, hopefully now this will be, uh, yeah, this will be a good a good learning lesson for everybody, because especially as we're like, you know, spreading over this entire world and melting, you know, the ice in the in the poles and stuff. I mean, new viruses are going to be showing up all the time. Yeah, especially if we keep kind of like the wet markets where this all began. They, they actually reopened that like shortly after this outbreak. And then there, oh, perfect. there was such a huge outcry that they had to like close them down again. But it's like, what we're just going to go right back to everything as normal when, the, when kind of the, the major threat. And then it's just going to pick up again. So I don't know. Well, I mean, maybe instead of closing it down, just, you know, ban certain animals from being sold there. Yeah. 
like the more high risk animals, like maybe the Chinese government can actually crack down on that? I think I think when they were going through it, they were saying there was like five animals they listed that have they they have this virus. This is a known virus in those animals. And it just hadn't right. like it just hadn't hadn't jumped yet. Right. But I mean viruses mutate so quickly that I mean, one day, yeah, it'll just make the jump to people and then we're fine. Yeah, like it was like I was saying, like it's known not to put ferrets and chickens near each other or something because like between the two of them, they can mutate a virus that can jump to humans. Like you would never put them together. And I was like, that's Evolution is such a big fucking Darwin. (laughs) (laughs) It's all your fault, Darwin. So we should all, I guess now, now the vegans are just have their like the greatest argument they could have. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Um, And I mean, yeah, pretty soon we won't even be able to eat deer anymore. Um, Not that, I mean, a lot of people, I mean, maybe a lot of people do hunters, I guess. They don't really sell deer at the supermarket, do they? I don't think it's that tasty. Like, I think it's a okay, tougher good. sort of Because that, that wasting disease sounds like a terrible thing to jump to humans. Yeah, that was that same episode. Yeah. Yeah, crazy stuff. Have you, uh, you mentioned about the environment. Have you seen the images of, like, before and after, like, uh, pollution and stuff? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's pretty nuts. It's only been, like, week, like a month. And like the entire world is coming back to life while we're all hiding out. <laughs> yeah, Suppressed the human. as it should be. And that's how fast. Because I have a, when we get wiped out. A, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. No, I have a buddy that like I've been arguing with him back and forth about global warming, and he doesn't think that like all the pollution that we're putting out is enough to like cause all like the panic that's happening. Um, and yeah, like those photos really make a good case for how that's not true. It might totally not be related because I don't know about weather patterns and the effects of global warming, but it is kind of funny that all this pollution clears up and then it starts snowing in Alberta and the rest of Canada again in April. (laughs) Yeah. My sister just had snow in North Dakota. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I wonder if it's linked. um, I mean, the Earth has been ice-free before, so maybe it is just, like, the cycle, and regardless, you know, the ice caps are going to melt eventually. But it um, doesn't mean we have to, like... Let's not be you know, here when that happens. To that. Um, no, yeah, we probably won't be able to live in Vancouver anymore. No. Um, maybe higher up, like, I might be okay in Burnaby, Burnaby um, will be the new West End. Yeah. So buy property in Burnaby, folks. Uh, it's going to be waterfront pretty soon. Uh, your grandchildren are going to love it. <laughs> if we survive that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sure we will. And on that note, first off, um, thanks for coming on. And uh, no maybe as the uh, eternal uh, disaster preparer, Maybe do you have any words of wisdom for um, the uh, the bottom fifty percent of human intelligence who are out there just uh, not giving enough about any of this? Okay, I have the perfect piece of advice for them. Okay, okay. stay the hell away from me. <laughs> That's all I have to say. All right, thanks so much for coming on. 
We'll talk to you again. Yeah, no problem. Stay safe in there. You too. Bye, Bye, Eldar. Bye. Take care.